Yo, so we back in here for another edition of F Your Mother. And this episode is going to be about uh, the comments of Wale saying that he's the best rapper in my top five, right? Um, everybody's going around making the top five claims again. Um, I think I already did an episode where I talked about top five or top 50 rappers. Uh, one of the two. I probably forgot. It's been over 200 episodes. So, anyways, this is going to be the one that's officially my top five. Um, so, I guess let's get into it. So, Wale was on Twitter talking about he was the best rapper. To which I responded on Twitter. That's a negative, G. Right? Not because I'm a hater. Right? I leave that for Star. You know what I'm saying? He does that. If you don't know who Star is... Look up Troy Terrain. But um, I'm going to have to say negative on Wale's claim to being the best rapper. And it's not just sales, although that actually is a part of it. But the fact that he doesn't have a full extensive body of work. Now, why he does have a body of work, I think is just a slew full of mixtapes. And if I'm not mistaken, one or two official albums. Don't quote me on it. I don't think uh, Rick Ross actually put too much stock into him. I don't know if he's still signed to uh, MMG. He's probably signed to Kanye West at this point. Uh, I know he was dropped from the distribution label. If I'm not mistaken, it was Atlantic. And there's just so many variables as to why Wale is not the best rapper in this era 10 years ago. Or any era, right? Um, let me just give my opinions as to why I feel Wale ha- has never really made an impact in hip-hop music, right? Or a significant hi- impact in hip-hop music. Um, why he's done songs with the likes of... Uh, what's her name? The chick that was actually uh, dropped from Interscope for doing the fucking uh, inauguration... For Donald Trump, uh, Chrisette Michelle, or Michelle Chrisette, some shit. I always get the shit backwards, mixed up, um, just like she is. So it doesn't really matter. He did a song with her, if I'm not mistaken. He did a song with uh, Amber and uh, uh, Marsha Ambrose from uh, Floor Tree. He did a song with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he did a song with Jill Scott. Uh, I think he's done songs with Drake. Uh, Big Sean when they were up and coming um, and even Rick Ross and um, if I'm not mistaken he's done a song with Meek Mill right but unlike these other rappers in my opinion there's just no appeal to him right he's done a slew full of songs with female collaborators which I'm not taking that away from him because LL Cool J did right but unlike LL Cool J he lacks the muscle the sex symbolism of being a sex symbol right uh, no homo I say that from an objective standpoint um, has nothing really to do you know what I'm saying with his build although unlike LL Cool J I mean in these streets I don't hear any women talking about him right now they might have liked the song right we had a little buzz you know bitches gonna bump that, that soft shit um, excuse me when I say bitches women gonna bump that soft shit but at the end of the day, females are not going to be 
your biggest audience in hip hop, right? Now, although they were with LL Cool J, he was a new phenom, right? The nigga was like over six feet tall, if I'm not mistaken. LL Cool J six foot four or six foot five, some shit like that. He's got muscles on top of muscles, and he got the pretty boy swag, right? Once again, no homo. I just say the shit because, from an objective standpoint, you know what I'm saying. I heard women growing up talking about LL. Um, and if anything, they like the fucking muscles. Let's not pretend. Bitches love muscles. They'll tell you they don't like bodybuilders and all this shit. They lying, right? If that was the case, Arnold Schwarzenegger would have never had a career in acting, right? You think women went to go see him because he was shooting up a bunch of motherfuckers in movies? No, they was watching him shoot up a bunch of motherfuckers in movies with either a tank top on, no shirt on, or a real tight form-fitting shirt, right? Because bitches that love men, they love muscles. Knock it the fuck off. Anyways, back to Wale. He doesn't have that sex symbol thing going for him. He's kind of like a fugly, pudgy-ass rapper. Um, like Kanye West, right? The short niggas with chubbiness. This shit don't get you bitches, right? Um, so then there's that. Um, like I said, sales aren't the only thing that dictates you being the best in rap, but it helps, right? Like Jay-Z has the fucking rap game, or at least once upon a time had the rap game locked down. It was because he was magnificent at rapping next to Nas, but he also had a certain level of swag, and on top of all that, whatever the fuck Jay-Z was doing, he could sell records, right? So that added on to him actually being one of the greats, if not the greatest, right? In my opinion, I think Jay-Z is like the Michael Jordan of rap, right? While Michael Jordan wasn't the best basketball player, he was the most well-rounded. Plus, he made more money than everybody first, right? You know, Akeem Olajuwon was, you know what I'm saying, rivaling my, uh, Michael Jordan. Magic Johnson... Had a I had an early start on Michael Jordan, right? He was washing him before Michael was Air Jordan, right? Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Actually scored more points than Michael Jordan, and even Allen Iverson had more swag and had better handles than Michael Jordan. However, Michael Jordan was the the most well-rounded player. He was uh, good at passing. He was good at assisting. He was good at clutch shots. He was good at three pointers free throws, layups, and even dunks. The nigga could fly, right? In the, um, what was it? The, uh, dunk competition of 1988, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, going up against, um, Dominic Wilkins at the time. Dominic Wilkins was dominating the dunk competition and even had more of a star power than Michael Jordan. However, Michael Jordan is actually hold the record in a slam dunk competition for being in the air for 11 seconds i don't know if anybody understands how long 11 seconds is in the fucking air but that's a long time right so that's like jay-z jay-z has been up in the industry for 11 seconds right and we're gonna translate them 11 seconds into years right which his 11 seconds roughly is about 25 solid years of going platinum right they don't get it fucked up. I think he might have bought most of his copies on the, um, 44444. He might have bought Kingdom Kong, right? You know, artists who were purchasing records and shit. Trying to go gold, trying to go platinum, right? So I never, it never escapes me that Jay-Z might have actually bought some of his records just so that he could go platinum and say that he went platinum. Or the fact that people might have actually just been feeling Jay. I think it was actually... The latter, right? So, 
Kanye or uh, Wale does not have the star power of a Jay-Z, right? He doesn't have the longevity while he's been in the game officially probably 10 or 11 years. Most of those years, he's been kind of like in the background, right? I think he had his hyper buzz in 2008, 9, and 10, right? So he was like the hottest those first three years or two and a half if you want to be technical right but then after about 2011 people wasn't really checking for Wale I never really liked Wale because like I said I'm like a real hip-hop head and while I like I like artists that collaborate with females the chicks that he collaborate with they wasn't really fucking you know on the level of like let's say a Mary J. Blige or a Tony Braxton or um, or even a Beyonce, right? If I'm not mistaken, he probably has a song with Beyonce. Although it probably wasn't really widely received like most of her songs. So it didn't translate into mass appeal, right? Then, like I said, he doesn't have that sex symbol. So even if he did a song with a bad bitch that has star power, like my nigga, you're like chubby and shit, chunky ass fat rapper. And the only person that ever pulled off being a fat rapper with swag was Big uh, Biggie Smalls and Big Pun. Every other person that was chubby as fuck, they kind of dudded up. Uh, I mean, shit, even Scarface lost weight. So there you go. Even Timberland got buff. So when you take in consideration Wale's career, it really hasn't gone anywhere, right? Um... And then on top of all that, you can't really milk one thing. Although LL Cool J did songs with women, even did the song I Need Love, um, uh, a roundaway girl with boys to men, uh, and even the song Doing It Doing It Wow, I think that's what the name of it was, right? I represent Queen. She was raised out in Brooklyn. I don't know who the fuck the woman was on the track. I don't think she got any credit. However, LL Cool J has been known for Jack the Rapper, Rock the Bells, Mama Said Knock You Out, uh, and, and even, um, if I'm not mistaken, what is it, 54321 or some shit like that, where he dissed cannabis, or it might have been Second Round Knockout. Who knows? I'm getting old. Shit escapes me at the present time. However, he did songs for the brothers, right? He did songs that were hood anthems. He did, um, you know, Songs that both genders could feel, right? While Wale has never really had songs that were street anthems, hip-hop anthems, uh, street bangers, or even pop songs, right? And if he does, all the pop songs that he has, like I said, mostly with women. He's like Lupe Fiasco. While he's a good MC, he just doesn't hold up enough appeal to keep people's attention, right? So... Let me give you an example. While Nas was conscious and a street rapper and a street poet, he had appeal to the guys in the streets. He had appeals, uh, appeal to women when he did songs like Uchi Wally, um, Nasty Nas, and um, What's Your Price with Genuine, right? He could actually translate to both audiences. Wale has never been able to translate to, mo- to both audiences um at the same rate so being the best rapper is like dog you don't have the longevity of being commercially viable you don't have a, a, a an extensive catalog 
right? Where you've actually been relevant. And on top of all that, you just, you don't make an impact. I mean, Wale, in my opinion, is like Joe Budden. While he's a dope MC, he just didn't have an appeal. Like, Joe Budden had Pump It Up. And he even had songs that were uh, critically acclaimed, like Pusha Man that was on the uh, Scarface 25th Anniversary soundtrack album from Def Jam. Uh, other than that, man, it's like, it's mostly misses, not hits, right? Um, so, and it's not taking nothing away from Joe Budden. I think Joe Budden is actually a dope-ass lyricist, even though he's retired. Like Wale, he just never had that appeal, right? Like, what the fuck is this guy? At least with Jay-Z, you could say he was uh, a big willy, uh, drug, former drug dealer, street rapper, right? Biggie Smalls, former street dude, you know what I'm saying, told street tales and had swag for the women. Tupac was a thug, sex symbol with the women, um, and he had uh, street bangers, right, with known gang members and street niggas. So he had he had like a, a motif going on. Tupac had the thug motif, Jay Z had the Big Willie motif, and uh, Biggie Smalls had the uh, smooth street nigga motif, right? Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, they had the um, talented thug motif right they were thugs but they were talented dudes that like to sing um so they had like a, a gimmick so to speak i don't know what wale's gimmick is and everybody talks about being gimmicky in hip-hop but you need a gimmick even dmx had a gimmick right the dogs barking being the gritty street nigga telling street tales about his life about things that happened in the hood that he experienced witnessed or even did himself um he had, fuck, he had a gimmick, right? The street nigga, when he started to go pop, the street nigga that'll fuck your girl with classics like What These Bitches Want. Um, and then he had hood bangers for the streets, right? What's My Name? Uh, where the hood at? So you have rappers that have a gimmick. So you actually have a motif, a theme around the rapper, right? Big Sean. Big Sean is like, you know what I'm saying? That witty hood dude that has swag with the ladies right you got drake he's a ladies man right he sings he, he he raps he can give you both he can give you anthems for the street even though he's not a street dude he can give you hood tales even though he's not a hood nigga he appeals to these audiences right uh and then he can sing songs you know love ballads for the women right sex symbol so he appeals to these audiences Wale just doesn't have the appeal, in my opinion, to actually cater to a variety of audiences, right? He doesn't have that motif, that theme. Like, what the fuck is he? Other than a rapping ass nigga, what, like, what are you? You're not a street dude. We don't really believe you being a hood dude. So basically, you're just a geek that makes songs with women, right? Uh, that can rap. You're talented. And even though he may be more hood than fucking Drake is from Canada, right? Drake is able to fool people, right? He has that uh, persona where he can actually, like, pretend. And it's believable to a degree. Like, I ain't really buying the shit. But if you're under the age of 22, you don't really know no better. Wale just doesn't have that. Plus, like I said, doesn't have record sales. Um, doesn't have a longevity in the game. And doesn't have an extensive career. So... Saying you're the best dog, that's a negative. Uh, and I'm not hating. 
I really wish the best for the dude. Me personally, as it stands, I think the only leg that he has to stand on is to keep doing songs and collabing with women. Um, hopefully, he get a song with Rihanna. That'll probably bring him back to life. I don't know, man. Bring Tony Braxton out of retirement. You might have to just get a whole bunch of old bitches, right? Like Mary J. Blige and do an album, right? Then you can at least like solidify your your, your audience, right? With the female audience. Um, that's just my opinion. However, he has been in the game a decade plus. So at this point, man, I don't think he's going to end up a washed up rapper. Um, can't even say he's he'll end up a one hit wonder. Because to my knowledge, I don't think Wale has a hit. Like, he might have had shit on the radio. But I don't think he actually had a hit song. Uh, which is uh, the least I could say about Joe Budden. He at least had a hit song. Uh, even if it was just one, right? Um, shit, MC Hammer had one hit. He actually, MC Hammer had about six hits. So, I don't know, man. Like, he gonna have to double up, roll the dice or something. Start putting out some more hard-hitting records uh do collabs with blueface or something like dog you you need a hit like a cancer patient need chemo right um that's the only thing i really got to say about wale i just had to make a uh an episode where i actually speak on it because i don't like people to live in a land of delusion uh and why he's probably making more money than i am being a third-rate rapper it's like a d-list rapper you know what I'm saying? I wish him the best. And like I said, he still do have a little bit of longevity in his career. Hell, Jay-Z's been in the game 25 years. So I think Wale can crank out another 10 years. But dog, you got to come with a hit. That's real. Anyways, that's just been my thoughts, ideas, and opinions on that. If you like that, just drop a comment at the email that I always fucking give you. If you don't know what it is, F your mother. Yo, so this is uh, actually the second half of the episode, and this is my top five, right? Just got done bagging on Wale, talking about why he wasn't the best rapper. Never mind the best rapper of all time, just nigga, you ain't the best right now, right? But in any event, I already talked about him, so I ain't gonna talk about him no more, right? Uh, my top five, Tupac, Jay-Z, Redman, Nas, and DMX, right? Now, it's subjective, but I can break down my top five. A lot of people just talk about their top five. It's usually their most favored, beloved rapper, right? Motherfuckers with no real skill or somebody that everybody loves, right? Bandwagoners and shit. I'm none of the above. Now, while Tupac is like a default for everybody, right? Because he's probably the most prolific rapper of all time. The reason he's my... Along my top five Or among my top five Is because one The message The lyricism right Now while he wasn't a super lyrical rapper right In the sense of using I guess strong metaphors Similes uh, Double entendres Shit like that He was a masterful writer right Everything rhymed and everything made sense right You could actually read that shit in a book it would make sense just how he rapped it. He's told stories. He was a prolific storyteller, right? One of the habits that 
come along with being on the West Coast. A lot of West Coast rappers, while they're not super lyrical, they are masterful storytellers. Um, they make up what East Coast rappers actually have down to a science, right? So that's not to say that East Coast rappers aren't good storytellers. It's just the West Coast rappers, in my opinion, because of the simplicity of their lyricism, they tell very good stories, right? And they used to rhyme the beat. <laughs> Or they can rock a real good beat. Same as East Coast rappers, but more so West Coast rappers because they lack, you know, that, uh, and that's not all West Coast rappers, but that's most, in my opinion. Uh, they lack the uh, complex lyricism, with the exception of the game and Kendrick Lamar. Um, even Ice Cube, he was, a, he was a simple rapper, right? He didn't have a lot of metaphors. He didn't have a, a lot of rhyming words, syllable rhyming words. And he... Um, wasn't good on uh, double entendres in my opinion and metaphors were weak but he was a magnificent storyteller he made niggas believe that he was a gang member although he was only telling stories about gang banging in south central so we're gonna go with tupac because tupac actually adapted greatly to uh west coast rap considering he was the east coast rapper that actually says a lot right he discarded a lot of the template from what east coast rappers use right strong uh, lyricism long strong metaphors but he was a masterful storyteller right artful poet <laughs> jay-z what let's just say jay-z's like the michael jordan of rap right while he's not the best right he's not the first person he's actually the best that's ever done it in my opinion even more so than nas now i ain't talking about strictly lyricism because nas got him beat out in lyricism and uh creativity but jay-z knows how to sell rap he's uh effectively done it he has an extensive catalog and he's had longevity in the game right he has lyricism down to a science right metal uh metaphors similes double entendres and any other literary um terms you can use while rapping right and on top of all that he wasn't whack until like kingdom kong in my opinion so that's like what uh five albums in uh since then it's kind of got a little weak but he is 50 years old so you know what i'm saying that's that's to be expected right you you lose your uh, attachment to the youth you're far removed from poverty which in my opinion actually fuels your brand your uh content early on you know what I'm saying? If you eating real good, you got money, you slizzing real good, you wore every pair of diamonds, shoes, and cars known to man, like, the hunger goes somewhere, right? But let's not get it fucked up. He still has it, just not as strong. Just like Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Jo Michael Jordan may not be able to dunk on your ass, shoot three points, or even shake you down the, down the lane. But once upon a time, you wasn't fucking with him. Um, and why I say Michael Jordan... Because in my opinion, I've seen Jay-Z's uh, rise from hip-hop all the way down to his uh, decline. And let's just say 25 years is impressive. Uh, not even Michael Jordan had that in the league. But the reason I say he's like Jordan is because he's marketable. He's, he's effectively marketed his brand, right? Um, you say Rockefeller, you don't think of the Rockefeller family unless you white suburban, right? You think about Jay-Z, Dame Dash, and Biggs, right? Um, 
So sort of like with Michael Jordan. When you think about Gatorade, if you're between the ages of 35 and older, you think of Michael Jordan, right? Uh, and while Michael Jordan wasn't the best rap, uh, basketball player, he was well-rounded, right? He was good at passing. He was good at assist. He was good at free throws, three points, and even driving and dunking on your ass, right? That's what Jay-Z is. He may be like a quarter of everything. He's good at lyricism. He's good at longevity. He's good at star appeal. He's good at um, branding. He's good at um, shit. He's made money, right? Um, and that's not the antithesis on being the best rapper. However, if you can do that and you got talent, that says a lot. Because it's a lot of niggas that got skills, but they, it doesn't translate into sales. And they dud up, sort of like Joe Budden. Anyways, then we got Redman. Redman, right? If you're old enough, you might have to be the, between the ages of 35 and 50 to really feel uh, Redman. In my opinion, while Method Man's good, I like Reggie Noble because he's creative as fuck, right? Who else can come up with an alter ego like Superman Lover, do skits that even put you in the mind frame of movies, and can rap on a dope track, and do pop shit with Christina Aguilera, Pink, and who else? Any other motherfucker you can think of, right? He had commercial mainstream all the way from EPMD day days. So I got to give it to Reggie Noble. Um... My favorite album from him is The Malpractice. I like The What. Uh, I like There's The Dark Side. Right, That was like early 90s when niggas were still trying to figure out their style, their lane. But he actually perfected it, in my opinion, in um, Malpractice. Even though I liked the uh, album before that came out in 95. Uh, I forgot what the name of it was. But it had the single on it, My Name Must Be He Ain't Shit, right? Which he did a whole skit in a music video. Then there's Nas, right? While Nas is like Jay-Z, he might be the most creative, conscious, lyrical rapper from New York, right? And he pioneered a style that before him, a lot of East Coast rappers was a little choppy, right? Even LL Cool J. Uh, he actually gave you real melodic flows, hardcore lyricism, street anthems, storytelling, and even mainstream shit. However, his mainstream music never really translated as much as Jay-Z's, but it did enough to make him sales. Now, whereas Jay-Z's actually amassed a billion dollars in rap music, right, with the help of investment, Nas didn't get his $140 million from rap. He got that mostly from investing uh, in tech companies. But nevertheless, right, he's still worth, if I'm not mistaken, $200 million. So, you know... It's not too much that a billion can buy you That 200 million can't, right? Unless you're talking about uh, private jets Then you might be fucked up But who's buying more than one private jet? And I think you can buy at least one mil uh, private jet With 200 million, right? I think a person that's worth a billion Like Jay-Z Is only gonna buy one private jet Like what's the use to having more than one, right? It's stupid um, Unless you actually got like a miniature airline Then you're different But that's not the case Back to his lyricism Nas, in my opinion, actually is more creative than Jay-Z, but he has a prolific career, right? He has a he has longevity. Who else could stand the test of time from 1994 up until now? He's just released the Lost Tapes. I haven't heard it, but I heard it's dope. I'm going to do a, a review as soon as I hear it, right? Got to find some time. But I like Nasty Nas, right? He went from Nasty Nas to Escobar, 
right? And back and now he's Nazir, right? In his elder age, you know, he's got a little classy, a little bit more classy. Let me let me rephrase that. Anyways, nasty Nas might be. Let's see if I can compare him to anybody in the league. I'd probably have to compare him to Allen Iverson, right? Got the MVP, most valuable poet. Um, he's went to the finals, right? Every every album hit. If it didn't go platinum, it at least went gold, right? The singles went platinum. Um, yeah, he'd have to be like, in my opinion, the Allen Iverson of hip hop, right? Because he's creative, he has style, and why he never got a fucking uh, every album didn't go platinum like Jay Z's, right? He made it to the finals, right? And he's still here, so that speaks volumes. Um, just like Allen Iverson, he never went to get a championship, but everybody loves him, right? They remember his style of play. And just like Jordan, nobody was fucking with him when he was on the top. And then we have DMX, right? Now, DMX is it's debatable as to if he has lyrical complexity and uh, lyricism down to a science. In my opinion, he does. Go see Damien 1, 2, 3. Um, slipping the Rough Riders anthem. Uh, scenario 2000 with the Rough Riders. Uh, what else? Where the hood at? X gonna give it to you. Party up. While that was a fucking, um, you know what I'm saying, a gimmicky single. This shit still translated in sales. It resonated with more than just hip-hop heads. White kids was feeling it. Asian kids was feeling it. And even Mexicans, right? And on top of all that, he's a masterful storyteller, right? So, I gotta give it to X. And on top of all that, just like Jay-Z, he's able to translate commercial success with mainstream songs, right? He knows how to actually translate the lyricism and to make you feel them into sales, right? It resonates. So I got to give it to DMX. And on top of all that, he gives you that authenticity of the streets, right? While a lot of these rappers, even from my era, most of them was fucking fake frauds or wasn't about that life. DMX is actually about that action. He's proved it. Um, his, his street credibility is held up Not just in the streets But also in the music industry Which is why a lot of music industry insiders Probably hate him However he keeps it real And that's why the people feel him um, With all the fake shit that's always been going on in music I'm not just going to delegate it to now But he held up right? Authenticity He's never been one of these rappers to get exposed On some sucker shit So I gotta, I gotta give it to DMX Now why he might not be Uh as masterful as a lyricist as Jay-Z, he's still nice, right? If I had to actually gauge DMX on lyrical complexity, I'd have to give him out of a scale of 10 stars. X gets a cool eight, right? Because all the songs that a lot of people hear, he dumbed down for mainstream, right? But if you listen to songs like The Blackout and uh, Niggas Done Started Something, he shows off, right? He's actually done his bit of, uh, you know what I'm saying, spitting bars. You know what I'm saying? Not just simple one-liners and shit, right? Got a song with Drag On. That shit went hard. He's written courses that even at the likes of Jay-Z, a little bit complex, right? Ain't not some simple shit. Hell, I give him eight stars for lyrical consistency and lyrical complexity. Because if you listen to a lot of people right now, all they say is stupid shit like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. And how much lyricism and talent does it take to actually fucking say three words over and over and over again, right? So, yeah, we're going to have to throw X in the pile. 
And that's my top five. I can explain my shit. And like I wanted to say Jada Kiss, right? But I like the locks as a group. I like them singular. You know what I'm saying? But let's to be be real. While Sheik Luch is my favorite locks member, uh, Styles P is probably the most lyrical, and Jada Kiss actually has the voice it's by themselves. They they hit and miss with you know what I'm saying mainstream success. I think Jada Kiss actually went platinum with the uh, Kiss the Game Goodbye. Styles P went platinum with um, a gentleman and the um, and the gangster. And I don't think Sheik Luch has ever went platinum. Probably with um, After Taxes, but. That's my top five. My honorable mentions. If I had honorable mentions, I'd have to say. Damn, it's kind of hard. Okay, my honorable mentions: Benny Siegel, Jada Kiss, and Big Pun. I would have. I, I wanted to. I actually wanted to throw Big Pun on there, but considering like Biggie, he only had two projects. I couldn't do it, right? Especially. Comparing them up against DMX While Pun might have been nicer Might have had more lyrical complexity And it actually was a, a stronger lyricism Than DMX or, or lyricist than DMX He only had two projects it's, You can't really fairly compare the two Which is why Biggie isn't on there uh, Biggie also is an honorable mention right? Because Biggie, Biggie was nice But like I said he only had two records So I can't really fairly compare him to uh, Tupac Even though he might have been more lyrical than Tupac. Uh, Tupac has a catalog of, if I'm not mistaken, of 13 records, all went platinum. So that's kind of an unfair disadvantage for Big, right? And while everybody's out there probably listening, saying, well, both of them were killed, yeah, but Tupac recorded enough shit for 2025, if I'm not mistaken, right? He's still, they're still working on a record right now. So yeah, couldn't fairly compare them. So that's why Big. And uh, Big Pun going to honorable mentions. Big L also goes in honorable mentions because he was nice, but he only had one record, and he died after uh, before it was actually uh, released. So I fairly can't put him in there because he didn't. He doesn't hold up with longevity, right? He didn't stick around, and it might not have been his fault, but the fact still remains. Um, and Method Man. While I like Method Man, I like Wu-Tang Clan as a collective group, right? And even though he's better than Reggie Noble lyrically, um, I'd have to say Red Man has actually had more mainstream success than Method Man. Don't get it fucked up. I know people out there listening. Yeah, he had the song with Mary J. Blige, right? He had the, um, if I'm not mistaken, Takao 2000, right? But then he had the, uh, if I... I, if I forgot what it's called i want to say it's called the black album or blackout album but that shit didn't it wasn't really um it wasn't received uh with mainstream success it was critically acclaimed so you know and then i think he had to part two also the same thing and if you want my honest opinion i think method man when it comes to mainstream success it's only as good as when he clicks up with Redman, right? See Rottweiler. Anyways, that's just been my second half. If you disagree, that's what's up. I want to hear it. Leave your comments at glee394gmail.com or you can leave me a message on the Anchor Rap. And if I do a follow-up to this, you might be featured. If you uh, didn't like my top five, I ain't even going to say F your mother. 
But if you think big, actually in some way, shape, form, or fashion can rival with Tupac as the GOAT, the F your mother.